It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And once again, we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage somewhere in the Twiniverse. And we're really, really honored. And we're, it's a pleasure that you join us again. We're in the Twiniverse, in the Twimpire, but we are keeping it co- uh, covert. That's why we do it out of the garage. Plus, it's close to the we're beer fridge. hiding from fridge. the law, folks. We're hiding from the law. And it's close to the beer fridge, too, bro. <laughs> Once again, broadcasting live in the largest, largest, biggest, widest internet radio network, <laughs> Live 365. Sounds like an ex-girlfriend of mine. <laughs> live 365. You can catch us on Live 365. Also, www.twintalkcast.com. But if you don't have a chance to listen to us live because, you know, Pepito got in the dryer and you had to go get him out of there, <laughs> you can take us on your iTunes gadget because we are iTwins. Just search for blah, 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 Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and there you go, in your gadgety game. Oh, la- last week we had an awesome show, bro. Tell them about last week's show. Uh, last week we had, um, oh, it was Valentine's Day. That's it, why I'm telling you. And we were it. here in the garage just for you. Uh, I proposed last week. Yeah, uh, okay, listen. It was an amazing show. I'm going to bury the lead. I'm going to bury the lead. That's what they call a news. Bury the lead? That means the lead story. You, you start with the lead. Oh, I thought Which, that. But the, I'm going to bury the I lead. I thought the lead singer died or something, you know? That's a news term. <laughs> it's like you buried the bury lead, Bury the lead. Like when you talk to somebody, how you been? And then you've been talking to them, oh, I went to work. I had a nice week. And then later on, five, ten minutes into the conversation, you say, oh, I proposed to my wife, my fiance. And they're like, what? You buried the lead. Thanks a lot. Oh, so I'm going to bury the lead. Bury the lead or, you know, furnace the fire. What if they don't want to get buried, you know? Whatever. Anyways, last week's show, aside from the fact that my brother decided to propose to his fiance now, live on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we also had a fantastic show. On our show last week, we had the awesome geniuses from thecineverse.com, because it was our, our, our Valentine's Day show special. They talked about chick flicks uh, from a guy's point of view. It was a lot of fun. They're really cool guys. Check them out. Oh, on dude, but Twi- those top five for guys were totally interesting, and I'm not going to give it up, but uh, you got to check it out. They, they, it was pretty cool. They always surprise, and you may agree or disagree with their choices, but they're always fun and interesting. Check them out. Listen to our Twin Talk. Uh, listen to our podcast on Twin Talk Cast. And, but you know what? If you don't want to listen to some guys talk about chick flicks, uh, which is a lot of fun to do, you can also uh, uh, we also had uh, Aubrey. Lancaster? Yes. From mypassionangel.com. And what does she do, bro? She, well, hey. I'll tell you what. I don't, you know what? You tell, tell our listeners what she does, but let me tell you guys. She was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, another reason. See, the reason why we called this show Chick Flicks and Dildos was because we decided to, um, <laughs> we wanted to help those that are out on the dates. Because it's, 
we all know that a Valentine's is really a chick's holiday. It has nothing to do for, about guys except we spend money and try to outdo last and, week. And stress year. us out. Exactly. So we decided to help you out. We decided to invite the guys from the Cineverse to tell you what's a good chick flick that you can enjoy too. And we invited Aubrey Lancaster to say, hey, what way can you spice it up after you've had dessert with your date? And she brought some toys, and we talked about <laughs> clitoris and pre-something stimulation and vibrators. And right? she, she left us a candle. I've already burned it. So that's what happened. And it was a fun show. And um, on top of that, my brother decided to propose to his girlfriend. Did you just bury the lead? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That happened. You know what? As you guys know, on every show, since the very first show, uh, at the end of every show, we have I have the chill lounge which is a few words spoken by myself in the state of chill to help you chill however because it was valentine's day i deviated a little bit and uh i um well you gotta listen to it i would say you deviated because chill lounge is always something that comes out of your the depths of your soul this time it was well you can't you can't okay and it was okay brother i gotta i gotta tell you just to let everyone know, my, my brother, brother got all teary-eyed. Okay, my brother, my, <laughs> we have to pre-produce this show all week long yeah. for one week's show because we still have a day job. And um, so I like to get as much ahead of, done ahead of time before I show up. Uh, not like today. That's why we were late. But my brother texts me at work. He sends me a text message at 2.30 in the afternoon, day of show. <laughs> hey, and I'm working. I'm, I'm going to shoot. And he says, I'm going to propose to Lulu today on the show. On the air, eh? On the air. Well, how many? Yeah. And I'm like, what? What? Is it really that spontaneous? Yes. Oh, dude. It seemed it to me. No, no, let me tell you. No, it wasn't spontaneous at all, baby. I thought about it to the depths of my heart. Yeah, because it seemed really, like, nice. Nice. Like you had had been thinking about that for a while. He's trying to throw me under the bus is what (laughs) he's doing. Anyway, so here's what happened. He texts me, and I respond with, dude. And you t- and you tell me over a text message, you're my brother. What, whatever, what happened to take me out for a beer? For a second no. there, you know. That's how we communicate? Yeah, now. no, it's all about text, text messages. Message. And I'm working. Listen, fool, be glad you didn't get a Twitter message, about it, okay? Because <laughs> so that's he's how like, it goes. so he's like, I like, don't worry, dude, we'll work it out. So I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do it. Bottom line is, not to take away from the thunder, it was a fantastic uh, uh, event that happened on Twin Talk, one for the Twin Archives. And one that you'll never forget, please check out the show. Ladies and gentlemen, go to TwinTalkCast.com and check it out. You can also go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast for free. For free. Put it's, it on your gadget. It's free. There you go. So tonight, <laughs> Gratis. what are we doing tonight? As we've been telling you all week long, what we're doing tonight, we're going to have an awesome, awesome performer. Her name is Erica Chase. She rocks. She's a lovely lady, if you don't mind my saying it. Yeah, and she brought her guitar. She, she, brought, she looks hot. I mean, she's ready to rock it. I'll yeah. tell you what. I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard her music. Fantastic. She's going to perform here live in the garage. We're going to chat it up. We're going to talk about music, rock and roll, and athletics. Hey, bro, I'm so, I'm so proud. Athletics, I say. Because, you know, we get the best artists that come we do. through here. And, we do. And, you know, today is now no exception. I'm we looking are s- forward. I'm really looking forward to hearing you sing live, baby, because <laughs> I heard your stuff, and Hey, I, Aubrey, the, the twins are going to turn you on to some good stuff. Aubrey just chimed in on Facebook. She says, hey, don't tell Lulu it was spontaneous. Yeah. Ah, see? <laughs> Thanks, homegirl. Thanks for uh, sticking so, up because it wasn't spontaneous. Anyways, Terry Wynn chimes in from Omaha, and he says, hey, have a good show. Uh, all that good stuff. 
Anyways, that's what he said. Thanks, you, Terry. Anyway, so that's what's going on. And, uh, oh, later on in the show as well, we're going to have uh, our very own Jackie Casas with Current Events. And Jackie, what's going on in Current Events later on? Hey, guys. Um, tonight we have Lynn Sanity. You uh-huh. don't know what the hell I'm talking about? I'll let you know what the hell that means in a few. <laughs> Plus, Rihanna and Chris Brown. Are they back together? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'll give you the scoop later on, so stay tuned. Uh-huh. <laughs> girls love, <laughs> some girls love the abuse. They love the abuse, right? Right. They had to get spanked? Some, they said some, eh? Okay. Well, you know what? We also have... We also have from labelsgmos.org uh, because we like to keep you guys informed on the whole anti-label genetically modified food. Hey, you know what gets me? Front. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Excuse me, bro. <laughs> and uh, the, they just, the, they just start, kicked off the uh, petition signing this weekend, and we're going to talk to Kim Clymer-Kelly. She is a coordinator uh, for the label gmos.org in the Pasadena area and she's going to tell you guys what's going on where you can find them so you could sign up or you can get help well here's the deal my brother's pretty big on the do not label I mean do not I mean label genetically modified foods he's pushing it okay we support it I agree so we have some information for you guys yes there you go all right here we go folks it's shout outs eh even though my brother doesn't agree Wants to pretend that he agrees with me on GMOs. What we do agree in is that we're so happy that you guys are here every week and all our, all our listeners as well. Anyhow, uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Al Lopez, Alyssa Stern, Sterling, uh, Cindy Thomas Daniel, Hisi, what's up? Glenn Cantrell, Gloria Rodriguez, Elia Garcia. Hey, Elia. What's up, Elia? And, uh, uh, Folk Show Honosh. <laughs> Bill Rice, what's up, Holmes? Our friend, uh, the Native American. And out of Utah, Jenny Lynn Perkins, what's up? Prima. Everyone should have a Native American friend. Everyone should. That's all I have to say. Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm going to marry one. It's uh, 2012. <laughs> it, Julie Pusitolin, i.e., uh, Linda, and. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Rebecca Fierro, bro. Hey, what's up, Becky? Hi, Rebecca. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Rosanna, what's up, Roxy over in BP? I gave you that shout-out you asked for, okay? There it is. And also, Rosanna Macias Rodriguez in the IE is also listening. Uh, Rick Martinez, Randy Hernandez, Mike Harriman, thanks for listening. And to all the people that sent their love via text, Facebook, telephone, email, and in person, congratulating me and my girl on our engagement but just as you know every shout out is brought to you by express cuts but before i give you some information my brother's got some i want to give a shout out to my girl reina hey nice of you to listen again and that's it I, oh shout out to the uh, uh familia orizabal and all the uh, my people that came over this weekend our families met yes what awesome. a kick-ass party anyways uh the uh express cuts is Excuse me. Shoutouts are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10420 Laura Souza Road. Just walk in or you could call at 626-448-1931. Tell them the twin sent you and you get a Guatis discount. All right. Or something like that. I don't know what you get. All right. We'll be right back.
That was uh, that was from Express Cuts. Now I want to remind our <laughs> listeners that you can also call us. Oh yeah, remember dial six two six two seven five twin six two six two seven five eight nine four six. You can call. We do it the old school style. You could also dial into the garage and talk to us, or chime chime in like you always do on Facebook because you know we are we have friends. We have friends on Facebook or on Twitter. So that's or on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and Facebook, Twin Talk Show. And I want to introduce Jackie and talk about that, but she's eating something. So, Angel, tell me about your week. Um. It's Fat Tuesday, okay? <laughs> so I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want to eat today. Especially this yummy marble cake. This is good shit, Angel. I know, dude. I got a sweet tooth. I always got to bring some stuff. <laughs> it is good. Uh, Lulu chimes in up. on Facebook. She says, it was awesome. I'm still on cloud nine. I know. She's walking on air. Aww. That's my girl. You know, I, I'll tell you, um, I have to admit, okay, Go ahead, I admit. Must, I must admit, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. You're whooped. Bust a bubble or nothing, <laughs> but being engaged, it gives you certain privileges. Oh, it does what because. Do you mean? Well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, you're not somebody's boyfriend, and she's no you're longer your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Went from boyfriend to bitch. <laughs> ah, now. Um, Sorry. Hey, you know what? Not I gotta tell you. Sometimes she tells it like it is, man. Uh. <laughs> Well, go ahead, brother. Let me me tell you, she's. uh, I'll be her bitch anytime, baby. (laughs) Okay, don't get all personal now, dude. I don't know who's spanking who. Angel, that was my first proposal I'd ever witnessed in my life. Oh, really? It was awesome. Oh, awesome! I'm glad that you enjoyed. So that was a great first for me. Awesome. I can't say I've had all. Well, that was my first, and now my last. I hope. (laughs) Oh, I must say, I was honored. I must, and I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah? It yeah. was really nice. Yeah. I don't know what she sees well. in you, but I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? She laughs at my silly jokes. You can't let that one go. Is that what did it? I mean, you've mentioned <laughs> that the other day. Someone who's actually going to laugh at your jokes. Mm-hmm. It's not much. Mm-mm. It doesn't take much from my brother. He's simple. No. I mean, <laughs> so funny. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> As she munches on that marble cake. But I'm going to say it was fun uh, meeting the family. We had a little bit of a barbecue with the family and uh, Lulu's family. Was yeah, it was uh, because they're Mexican, Guatemalan. We're Mexican, they're Guatemalan. It was Meximalan <laughs> or Guatimex, Guatimexican. <laughs> I don't know. We can go all over that one. Well, Chapin Mex, Mexi Bean. What? <laughs> Mexi Bean. Mex-chila- uh, 
Chalimpango. No. <laughs> Whatever. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, with current events this week, Miss Jackie Casas. <laughs> What's up, Jackie? So how was your week? It was good. It was really, really good. Uh-huh. You guys set it off on a nice tone, nice we, little Valentine's we Day. We always do that. It wow. was good. Did you do anything for Valentine's Day? I knew you were here for our show because everyone wants to be here. By the way, we had a full house. We did. You had, you had an audience angel. <laughs> like, I, I wasn't expecting Life. that. We had a lot of people Facebooking us. It's funny. It's so funny how... Everyone knew, including our listeners. Yes. Except for Jackie, who I mean, uh, Lulu, you were me, Lulu, who was sitting here with us. Yes. Nobody. I, I mean, everyone to giggle and look at her and smile so <laughs> bad, but I couldn't like solid face. Everybody face. knew poker face. face, poker face. <laughs> Even on our social network, except she. Anyway, so what did yeah, you do for cool. Valentine's? Did you end up doing anything? Do you have a sweetheart? You know, I had this beautiful dinner oh. and um, went to... I'm totally fucking with you, dude. I had none of that crap. <laughs> move that microphone stand over. I'm, I'm, she's, I, um, right here? Yeah, just move that way. Oh, I got to spend it with my cuddle bun, which is my baby girl. It's my dog that I had with my ex. So I had her over and that was the best. She's like my kid. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your dog wait, that you had with your he, ex? Yes. Th- is, That's like uh, my kid. Is he paying child support on that? No, it's more like me because I'm the one that drops off the food over to him all the wait time. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, you guys have shared custody of we them? We do. We have ch- so I had I had child allowance custody day um, for Wednesday and Thursday. So you mean is this pe- court is, ordered? Is, hey, instead of going to Petco, uh, they go to Petco instead of McDonald's to meet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, is this-, this is Casas court ordered. I really? demand time to spend with her. I need to. I need to hear background. Background. Let me ask you background first of all. How long were you dating this guy? A long time, several years. Uh, I five, knew him. I knew three, him. Three, five, six years. No, four years. Okay, four years. But I knew him for nine years. Whatever. So five, four years, five years. And and did you buy this doggy together? No, oh. he actually found her on the streets while you were dating. Yes. So you kind of both raised the dog, sort of. Yes. Was it a puppy? Yeah. No, she was. She was about uh, a little over a year. Stray pit bull mix. She's adorable. Her name is Baby Girl. I have pictures of her all over on my Facebook. And, um, yeah, it was custody allowance day, and um, I had her over in my house, and we cuddled. Okay, now, uh. no, I'm, I'm not done here. I'm not done. Oh. Um, you named her what? Babies? Baby Girl. Baby Girl. It's because his current girlfriend said, get rid of the bitch so we can go out. <laughs> I would kill. I would kill if a girlfriend would step in and talk shit. So now that you've broken up, how long has it been that you guys broken up? Over a year. Over a year. Mm-hmm. So when you guys broke up, was it one of those things like, who's taking the doggy? Um, no, because she's in love with him. So I knew that she would have to stay with him. So right. I allowed that. But What I'm kind like, of okay. a mother are you? <sighs> I know I'm <laughs> a terrible, terrible one. Mother. No, I'm a loving one because I know that she's happiest with him. I must admit, this is weird. I know. Because to me, I think like what's happening in this world is that it's the end of it's the end of our civilization as we know. I'm not finished. I have a good therapist. I have a good therapist for your dog. (laughs) I'm not finished. (laughs) The end of our our, our world as we know it, because when you start humanizing animals Uh and dehumanizing people, we're screwed. I know. But I am a. I love animals. Dog lover. But I am beyond just like, oh, I love dog. I don't have like stuffed dog toys all over my room or anything like that. But I love dogs. You know how chicks, when they sometimes some chicks, they see babies and they go crazy over babies. I go like that about dogs. Yeah. Like I start (laughs) talking like baby talk to them and I swear I create conversations. I swear they're Do you try to burp them? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me change your diaper. No. Um, 
I know it is really strange, but I, I have to have her in my life. I have to have her in my life. I really cared for her. It was, she was a part of my family at a time and she makes me happy. She always okay. makes me happy. So I got to have is her. It, are you kind of morbidly trying to keep that connection with your ex? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get at. No. Because I, I if, it, if there's an extra me, done. See you later. No, no. mas. Done. No. no. Unless no, there's kids involved. No, not with baby girl. Well, it's kind of like that. She's See, like my kid. That's what I'm saying. You're humanizing an animal. Well, good thing they're dog years because, you know, then she'd probably be stuck with it for 18, with her ex <laughs> for 18 years old. <laughs> so my, my ex 18 years old. I know. Now, it's still. strange. I will completely admit that it is strange. Yeah. But it works for us. Uh, she makes me happy, and I like to have her over. <laughs> All righty. Well, so it looks like you had a good Valentine's. I know. Um, I, I <laughs> You're like. Mm. All right, I'm done with the bitch talk. <laughs> kind of. Um, <laughs> I know. All right, let's move on. All right, my... let's move on. So what's going on with current events? Make sure <laughs> we have our ringer on. I think we, we have our ringer. Call. No, we don't, dude. We have a ringer. Okay, please. Let's stop talking are they about not, is it, my lame ass Are they life. getting forwarded? The call's getting forwarded? No, I got it, bro. Handle it. Okay, I'm, I'm just giving you a heads up, brother. Okay, guys, are you familiar with Jeremy Lin? Lin, yes. Jeremy Lin, hot shot from New York Knicks basketball team. Oh, that, that basketball player. Yes, he's the 23-year-old point guard that's created quite a ruckus in the basketball world. Linsanity is the term that they've coined it <laughs> <laughs> for all this ruckus. It's Linsan- Actually, um, what's his face? Laker dude. Um, he's been doing so well. He did Kobe? even better during um, – no, it wasn't Kobe. It was – Jeremy Lin. Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Um, coined it. Lin Sanity. Because he's been doing so well. He's been scoring so many points that even during a game against the Lakers, he shot more points than Kobe Bryant. Oh, here's well, the deal. Here's, what's here's the, the technical – What's the big deal about Lin Sanity, though, no, I, I, other than he's doing really good? Let me explain it to you. Jeremy Lin played for what amounts to the single-A uh, – Minor league in, team in, in basketball. Okay, for a long time he's like a Harvard graduate or something like that. Yeah, he didn't get picked. No, and he played what is like the equivalent of like a, a baseball single A, not mm-hmm. even triple A. No, I make way at the bottom of the farm team. Okay, and then there was so many injuries or or something going on in the Knicks. Yes. that he ended up getting pulled up. And in his first seven games, he scored more games than anybody has ever scored in the history of basketball. For their first seven games. Really? Flippin' Linsanity. Yes. So they thought, wow, that's insane. Well, that's freaking Linsanity. Yes. Right on, right on. He's crazy. It's It's been crazy. Um, This is just all, you know, obviously the NBA was on a lockout. So we're a little bit on delay about games. So we're now, he's really such, seeing him. And he, he's of, of Chinese descent. He's actually Taiwanese. 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 Um, so Chinese, Taiwanese. <laughs> however... ESPN <laughs> has fired an editor responsible in a racially slurred headline um, that went up on a air during Lynn's team loss. They did like a seven game. Oh, wait a minute. Was this they fired the guy? They fired the editor um, when Lynn's team lost to the New Orleans Hornet. The chink in the armor was the phrase that was up on the screen for almost an hour. The what in the armor? Chink in the armor. Okay. That was what was up before uh-huh. it was replaced by another um, headline. ESPN also reprimanded one of its anchors, Max Bredos, for using the phrase on air while he was talking to one of the fellow anchors um, about Jeremy Lin. Now, what came first? Do you, was it the article, the written article, or the <laughs> the, or th- the chink or the Asian? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. 
Because here's the problem I have with it. I think it's ridiculous. Angel is giggling like crazy. The reason why I ask is because here's the deal. Okay, chink in the armor is a very common phrase. It's an idiom that's been used since. What, what came first, the uh, Mexican an, or the Border Patrol? It's been used since. <laughs> it's been used since the Middle Ages when armor was being used. Yeah. A chink in the armor. Yeah. So if and the guy the guy defended himself. The host who said it on the air uh-huh. defended himself, saying it's a common saying. I didn't even think about it. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. And he got busted. Now, did he get fired too, or just the guy with the? No, air? just the editor got fired, and the anchor was reprimanded. I guess he'll be taken off air, maybe for. They're a so few stupid. Days. There are people are getting so. But if they're talking about Jeremy Lin, who is you know of Asian descent, <laughs> and Here's it comes up word, eh? during his loss, <laughs> yeah, come up with something else. You know what? Here's the deal. A lot of times, here's here's in the context that it was used. It was the what's re- his name? Jimmy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy. The Lin. reason he said it was because at least he didn't have a slip of a tongue and call him Jackie. You know, Chan. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> the reason yeah. why he said it was because it was the first game that he wasn't able to score. They sh- the, yeah. the opposing team shut him down. And it was like he was unstoppable up to that point. So listen, you know what? I would have took credit for it because I think it's a brilliant, you know, here's the catchphrase there. Well, it's a, it's, it's a, brilliant. The reason why he said it was because it's a very common thing. He, his the context was the, are, are the other opposing teams finding the chink in Jeremy Lin's armor? Or did they find the Achilles heel? Did they find his weak spot? That's what he was trying to say. And it's a very commonly used um, phrase in sports. What is also chink used as, though? Very commonly. Of course. But you know what? <laughs> if that's the way it you interpret it, Nimodo. a derogatory term, term against Asians. So what are people going to see when they see that shit and they're talking about Jeremy Lin? They fired the guy, right? So, yes. So they fired the editor who ultimately created this headline um, and they just reprimanded the the anchor who used it, verbally used it on air while talking to one of the other anchors. I I think what's worse is the um, is the written uh, version of it, because once you read it, you're like, holy moly, Mm -hmm. maybe we shouldn't put it on. Mm -hmm. That's understandable. Uh, but but, but if the guy said it, over there. if the guy said it, just <laughs> He's all, let's see if they get this one. Eh? If the guy just <laughs> said it extemporaneously while he was on the air, you know, it's understandable. And, and they should then they should fire the 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 guy who puts the what's the words that come up when they're reading the chirons. Yeah, whatever that's. Yeah, called. but they're not reading. These guys are they're they're not reading the prompter stuff when they come up with. They're stuff setting like that. them up. Yeah, but you know they're busting everybody. Right? They don't bust the the guy who runs the prompter. He doesn't. I know he write just plugs it. in. I know he plugs in. We're, we're the, yeah, but I'm just saying, might as well. Anyway, whatever. They're so sensitive nowadays. Nowadays, everyone's all about political correctness. Mm-hmm. It makes me sick. Yeah. Doesn't it make you sick, Erica? I, I, <laughs> I see where. Yeah, it's a common term used. However, if you could, you had to use it when you were talking about Jeremy Lin, did you fucking have to say that? Did you couldn't have, have thought of something else? Did like you have to what? swear right now? <laughs> did you? I, I did. Yeah, Because I swear. Because it comes to me naturally. However, this was a when you see decision. It, okay. He, when you're an editor, you don't just put whatever the fuck you want to put up there on air. You have to make sure that you're, you know, your spelling's right, your grammar's right. You have the okay. correct information okay. on air. And realize that maybe mm, this isn't that appropriate to put in the context of what they were talking about. As a professional. Exactly. Here's the deal. But it's just TV. It, and pedo, it's just man. sports. He's a freaking well, cheek who's tall. <laughs> this is the thing. They both apologized, and um, they both apologized to no Jeremy to Lin. Chinitos. 
to Jeremy Lin and to ESPN. And Jeremy Lin's like, you know what? It's all good. You guys said you're sorry. It's all good. He's the one that's fine. It's really the people who are offended. Well, no. By, what by people? The word. I'll tell you people what. People like online who have been commenting on the articles that have been commenting to the term in itself saying it's offensive because it's use, It's like the N word in for the African-Americans. You know what? I don't think so. They use it. I they, don't they, think they, so. Within the community, they use I, it and they think it's whatever. I, I don't think so. But um, it can be considered that offensive. I guess. First of all, that, that makes sense. You know, I mean, people... You know, get offended for a lot of things. I guess we should be a little more sensitive. ESPN owns is owned by by Disney. Yes. So that's one of the things. Yeah. You know, that's one of the big issues. On the other hand, you know, the guy. It was an extemporaneous thing. He just said it on the air. Jose, okay. No, but it was. You should be on, reprimanded for using on, that it was damn word. On what the is the screen? That? It was on the screen okay. as well. So it's not like just he used. You mean on the web page? No, on air, on air. The headline was on oh, air. Oh, I got you. The banner below. Yes, the ah, banner. Yeah, the see. banner. So it wasn't just okay. the verbal. It was on a banner. It was up for almost an hour so the, before somebody was like, whoops. So the editor of the... Um, the editor who put that up, okay. that's the guy that got fired. That guy should be fired. Oh, or at least reprimanded. Finally. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now it finally went out. Uh, but you, you know see? what? No, I don't think he should be fired. I'll take that back. Good Maybe good. he didn't think of it. Maybe he just thought chink of the armor. How could not think of that? Come I on. think he I'm thought of it on purpose. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, when you put stuff up, you're but a professional. Think, but the, you need to think about these things. But but I don't think you know. I, mean, I don't know if he's, the guy was a racist or not. I don't know. No, you don't have to be a I racist know, to but, be fired but for it's being still, racist. It's brilliant. Look! Look at us. You and I last week we were making fun of God rest her soul. Uh, uh, Whitney, Houston. Whitney Houston passed away. We made fun of the, the not her passing away, of course, because we care <laughs> about that. But the circumstances surrounding it. Okay, that could be offensive. Do you want people to say you no, know I don't want, yeah. shut us down? No. No, of course not. You know, we have a especially in television. That's why we're in the garage, so they can't find us. <laughs> You know, there's got to be a limit. You can't be doing that to a uh, recently there was a, a radio uh, pair of radio hosts here in town who got suspended because they called Whitney Houston a crack hoe. Oh, that's right. John and Ken. John and Ken. They they got suspended. They got suspended for a week from the FCC. From, no. And it's that's the thing. Is hoe a bad word? Is it a regulated word on the FCC? No, because no. you hear it in the music all the time. It's not a bad word. The issue is this. The FCC. No, it was a K- the local station, KBC Radio, uh-huh. suspended them because they called Whitney Houston a crack hole. But the real reason, and I know this because I was talking to one of the reporters. Well, see, from, that's, that's pretty bad there. One of, the, one of the reporters from KBC, I was talking to him yesterday. He says, we're not supposed to talk about this, but I'll tell you. I know why they got fired, bro. I said, dude, is it because of the Mexicans? What? All about the oh, Mexicans, uh-huh. because for for at least I don't get it. for at least John and Ken have a very far right conservative talk show, and one of the things they harp on is the illegal immigration issue, uh-huh. and th- they use colorful language because they're shock jocks, and for months uh, there's advocacy groups for the immigration groups for immigrants trying to get them off the air. Mm-hmm. Pulling sponsors away mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. and I think KBC finally found an uh, an excuse to do it, which I think is ridiculous. You know, I thought it was ridiculous. For the record, I guess we'll never be on KBC radio. Well, that, you know what? If they're against the the whole immigration thing, then I, that's what they get. Eh? Oh, come on, dude! It's it, they have their opinions. They have a right to have their opinions. Yeah, and, and if it's a political, it's a politically uh, charged show. 
and they got to be on one side. Have yeah, but there's other things to talk about that are more important than you know where twenty you, million where illegal immigrants that are burdening our our system. Oh no, Zadie, that's no. that's talkable. That's not how can you it's say talkable? I just how can you phrase. say it's burdening, man? Well, that's the argument. That's the argument that there are twenty million, at least twenty million I can't illegal immigrants. To that, it's 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 all about giving. You give, 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 and you can't fail when you give. When people are busy uh, talking about burdening and then that they don't have that that we don't have enough money and that our that our economy is all messed up because of whatever this, it's it's putting our focus on money yeah. and we shouldn't be. We should be putting our focus on eternal truths and not money because otherwise well, here's we're the just going to mess up. We need to pay the bills, so we need to think about money. Realign, Bottom line, baby. realign consciousness is all. You can't just say I'm going to think about my afterlife and forget paying the no, bills. No, I got to feed my now. kids. It's about now. What's eternal afterlife? That's what you're talking about. No, eternal is always eternal. Eternal's not afterlife, bro. What happens after your life? Pass I don't. Hey, Pass me some of that candy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Check yeah. it. What what do you got going on next? Because my brother and I are going on in this unattended. Okay. So, anywho, like I said, Jeremy Lin said it's all good, fools. I don't give a crap. I am so awesome. If anybody right wants to defend the the Asian guy, what's his name? Oh. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Call us at six two six two seven five twenty. Eight nine four six. All right. Call so what's going on? What you guys? What do you got going on next? Okay, guys, brace yourselves. But porn might be leaving LA. What? What's that noise? That's rappers. Oh. <laughs> well, Somebody's opening a condom. I heard them leaving. <laughs> Porn's okay. leaving LA. Well, this actually, is like the capital of it. Yeah. Chatsworth is the capital. Just the filming of. Porn. Many Why? adult film companies say they are considering li- leaving uh, Los Angeles after city council passed a law requiring all porn actors to use condoms when filming within city limits. So the new mandate allows police to do spot checks on any set once the what? film permit what? has been issued. What kind of spots? All right, they got to do spot. Well, they got to may- get, you know, I'll lip in there and say. Well, you know what? Maybe it'll keep <laughs> Let me see, young cops, man. Uh, Let me see what you're packing there. <laughs> Maybe it'll keep these guys from, you know, uh, stopping the murderers and uh, and all that shit, you know. Right. Murderers? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Because, I mean, do we really need, need to police that? What I want to know is if they're going to pull out that fluorescent light. Ew. <laughs> check for spots. I don't know. The film industry says the new law isn't necessary because they do monthly testing. Um, but supporters say that they want to protect the workers' health just like they regulate smoking in public. So it's okay. more. It's so a health put some concern. signs up, eh? Just it's a health concern for for the people who support this new law that's passed, and it's actually in effect. In effect, um, take effect on March fifth. Can I just tell you, I think it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> because you're talking about two actors that are, that are consenting adults mm-hmm. who who um, they they do it for a living and they decide to take that risk. Yeah. And but they take a calculated risk. They go. That supposedly they get the cells checked. If they're responsible, they're going to get the cells checked and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Listen, you and I, Jackie, work in an industry where we take calculated risks as well. <laughs> we, we run into fires Did and hurt. Calculated? calculated. <laughs> I have a, I have a candy in my mouth, folks. We take calculated risks <laughs> all the time. Hold on, let me finish this. We take calculated <laughs> risks because we need to cover the news. <laughs> I have candy in my mouth, folks. Oh, sure. Anyway, so uh, hey, so this will give a new meeting to the cops hanging out at the donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Anyway, here's the deal. <laughs> we you want some cream filling with that? <laughs> what are they going to say? Are they going to regulate us? For instance, you and I with our press credentials could run into a burning building or into a brush fire or a hurricane situation mm-hmm. because that is what we do for a living. Mm-hmm. We take risks. You're a first responder. And, and, and we're a first responder. And we are allowed to go in there based on Cal- a state California statute. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are not that risky. Think about it. Well, they it. can get STDs, AIDS, HIV. It's ridiculous. And they can spread it. So that is that's ridiculous. What... what are they going to do next? Here's the deal. <laughs> Think about the percentage. How many people really are in the porn industry that are, that are having sex without condoms versus how many people in our population in America are having sex, mm-hmm. unsafe sex? Mm-hmm. Once they do that, once the government says, we're going to start regulating sexual intercourse, what are they going to do next? Because- let me tell you something. Let me give you the conspiracy here. <laughs> we have a little tiny thing called that 50% of Americans disagreed with, and they crammed on our throat called Obamacare. <laughs> no, let me finish. And, okay. when, and when Obamacare kicks in, um, the government says, we're paying for your health insurance. Wow, there's too much STDs coming out of South L.A. We need to start telling the people that live in this redlined area that they need to wear, use condoms or we're going to – Penalize them, no pun intended. That's a good point. So that's my point. The government needs to stay out. Too much government regulation. That stay is, out of the bedroom. Listen. Yeah, I'll, stay out of Afghanistan and it. Iran and I'll, all those other countries while you're at it, too. <laughs> think about it. When when the women cry, stay, don't touch my body. I have a right to use my contraceptions or, or abortion or whatever. Mm-hmm. How dare you regulate what I do in the bedroom? Especially in a professional, that's ironic, situation. Yeah. You know? Because these are people that do it for a living. They yeah. take a risk and um, they self-regulate. And once you're doing something <laughs> with your body and the government says we are going to control it, uh-uh. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Well, one of the executives from this free speech <laughs> coalition says that um, history has shown us that regulating sexual behavior between consenting adults doesn't work. And the proposed regulation will ultimately diminish protocols and force adult companies out of the city, out of the state, and make it underground, which is much more dangerous um, for the performers themselves. And here in L.A., since we are pretty much number one capital of porn, lose money. Well, let me tell you, you know, that's if key. we if we haven't uprought, how would you say it, uprose? Up, if uprose? we haven't had an uprising, Rebelled. if we haven't had an uprising by now, I mean, maybe after do monitoring our, us in bed will you know, drive us to have an uprising. Well, here's another deal. <laughs> uprising. I get it. <laughs> what did you, it took me a second. Calculated uprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. And that's another issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the porn industry brings it millions and millions of dollars to the Los Angeles film industry, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. And. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And when you, when, you do, when you regulate business too much, and that's what we do too much in this country, especially in this state, when you regulate business, business moves out. Mm-hmm. And we lose money. And a time when the economy is hurting. Trust me. You sti- know what? And we need to stimulate growth. No pun intended. <laughs> we need to stop. Put a stop to this. Thing. So then. And so don't, then. Listen. Don't let them pull out. <laughs> It'll make a mess of things. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you. They're Erica, not, you're not they're underage, not gonna, are you? you <laughs> no. I think I'm very, very too liberal for this room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gay. I thought you were going to say like too uncomfortable. Oops. Oh, my 
scared. Miss <laughs> Erica Chase will be with us in a little while. Well, trust me. I'll tell you what. Just trust me. The Maybe. cops, the cops, <laughs> we're going to scare Erica out. The cops aren't going to be monitoring this shit. They're going to pretend maybe, you they know. They will be they allowed be to giving do Giving slapping checks. tickets. Come on. They might just go. Just it's to not the yeah, cops. Actually. It'll be the health department. It'll be the health department. And any government run institution is so stupid. And it's just going to cost more money. It's going to cost us money because business will move out of town. Yeah, okay? that's, that's ultimately what is going to happen. But um, we'll see. On another note, however... Um, maybe this won't be so popular. Who knows? There's a new program that allows teenagers to order condoms online for free. What? Man, why didn't they have that for when I was a teenager? Free we teenagers. Didn't we didn't have the online. We didn't have the internet when we were a teenager. Bro. I remember when I used to go to the pharmacy. Was it Fitzpatrick over on Main Street? <laughs> I used to tell my hyena to go sit over there. <laughs> so go ahead. What's the, what's the story here? So teenagers between the ages of 12 and 19 can order a free 10-pack um, of condoms, lubricant, and a health pamphlet each month. Good. It's mailed to them at their home in a secret, em- in a discreet envelope, I should say. <laughs> a secret envelope. Milo, what'd you get? Oh, I got that from the cereal box, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a discreet envelope. And uh, essentially what the the program it? is trying to promote safe sex and um, sex education. Who runs this program? How many, how many proof of it's purchases the California. <laughs> it's a nonprofit. It's the California Family Health Council. So they operate the website where the, you can go and... Um, Get, your free get the free condoms. The website is called teensource.org. There we go. It's a good idea. Okay. Think about it. Here is another situation where an institution or an entity is making their way into my home. I raise my children a certain way with certain morals. <laughs> Jose. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Jose. If, if one has to raise. Listen, my child cannot go get an ear pierced without permission from my, their father. But they can get condoms. They can get an abortion. They can get contraceptions. That's ridiculous. There's a situation where the government says, you as a parent do not have a right. And here's where I'm very conservative, if I wasn't conservative enough. This is where I'm even more conservative. But you see, when there's ultimately, they see the thing, bottom line is that ultimately people will, ha- will make their own decisions. So really, the, the, uh, the, uh, it does fall. You do have responsibility at your house. You know, and and the responsibility is to to do the best that you can with your children, ingraining them with the best the best way that you can, and decisions. Whether or not the outer world has or does not have the opportunity for them to do right or wrong, is not their responsibility. It's it's bottom line with your kids. So we, you know, I mean, I think that we better should we're better off instead of. Getting pissed off at those kind of things is to walk in love with our children and fortify them. But listen, you need when we have society that doesn't support the situation anymore. Let me let me give you an example. Recently, oh, about a year ago, I was on my lunch break, mm-hmm. and I was driving one of the NBC news vans. Do you write down all your stories? Big, <laughs> I archive them. Big pe- <laughs> big peacock, no pun intended, on the side of the van. Uh-huh. I went to In-N-Out Burger, parked mm-hmm. outside the burger place, eating my burgers. Mm-hmm. The NBC Peacock. The NBC Peacock. Three, now, yeah. Three boys were walking out, like junior high age boys, walked out of the In-N-Out Burger joint. And they said, hey, Holmes, you got a condom? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You want one? <laughs> what? Just because you see a big peacock here? <laughs> anyway, 
So one of the boys walked out and just literally two steps from him as he walked past the trash can, dropped his soda, uh, the rest of his soda cup on the ground, ice and everything splattered all over. Yeah. And I thought that was like, really? There's a trash can right there. So I, I rolled out a window. I said, hey, dude. I said, there's a trash can right there. And I just the same tone I'm giving you right now. I said, hey, dude. And they stopped and looked at me. They go, look, there's a trash can right there. You know? Mm-hmm. So the guy turns around, walks away, walks two steps back to it, picks it up, and throws it at my van. <laughs> yeah, I can okay. see that. Okay, what is my point? My point is That's this. That's a bad kid. When, so, in, in our day, Angel, if you and I were out in, 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 in public being hooligans and a stranger called us up on it, we'd feel embarrassed and we'd be like, ooh, busted, and we'd do something about it, right? Because society... Well, I, I because won't tell society, you it's like, our day. It just because, depends on the child. Because society supports that you can't do that anymore what happened to our mother she told me a story recently she went to a hometown buffet there's a big sign there that says it's, a, buff- it's a buffet you serve your food but apparently people don't control their kids so they put a big sign there saying do not go do not let your little kids go by themselves and grab the food by hand mm-hmm. and there was a child there grabbing food by hand <laughs> so my mother in a motherly way and i know my mom she's very gentle she turned around and said <laughs> to the little kid i can remember a few times when she wasn't with me but she said to the kid i said no you're not supposed to do that uh-huh. <laughs> and the kid gave my mom an attitude, and then the parent walked over to my mom and chewed my mom out. My mom out. The point is, tell me who when, it is, man. The point is this. <laughs> the point is this, bro. That I don't understand your point. Let though. me get it to you. When society doesn't support the family's um, morals and ethics, the, the it's, we're screwed. So when I have, when I'm trying to teach my kids, listen, I don't want you guys doing this and that or having sex. I know there's birth well, control, well, but I don't, I, premier, uh, whatever. Then, and society says it's okay. And as a matter of fact, you can go online and secretly order them. Mm. There's something wrong. You're, the, in bottom line, what you're saying, Jose, is that society has to agree with you. No. Yeah, it is. They just have to respect the families. Uh, um, ethics and morals. Not everyone raises their kids the I same. I understand that. But I what about that. the families who do raise their children who want them to have sex and want them to have that available to them? Then they would give it to them because I, if, if they would make it available. What better way to have, to, if that's the way you want to be, a progressive family? Fine. Then sit down with your child and the, say, you're yo, con- you're, here, this here, is a contradiction, here, though. Here's your medicinal marijuana and your freaking condom or whatever they want to do. Just because you have premarital sex at a young age doesn't necessarily mean that you're a hooligan, you're That's in not drinking. The point. Nah, you're just getting hooligan. some, man. That's you're, not you're the lucky. point. The point is <laughs> when families do it a certain way and they want to raise their kids in a way in society, and for that matter, Then if you're raising them in that way, in a conservative way, then I would imagine that I've done everything to put these morals and values into my children and trust my children. And if I want to talk to my children and say, hey, honey, look, there's this program that is out there. I know you guys have access to free condoms. Listen, this is, you know, this is, I know that some families have a pact, you know, to not have sex uh, until you're married or until you're whatever age. Yeah, right. You know, you have that, you have that communication and you let them know these are the morals and values that I've instilled in you, that I've raised you with, that I've shown you with, and I just want to talk to you about this to stay away from a program like this. Is there any teenagers out there? You can get free condoms, eh? <laughs> Jackie said it right here on our show. <laughs> well, here's the deal. That's the problem I have with that, you know. It's, it's, and when people are, it's, are when institutions are are getting not into not only my bedroom, 
but into my parental duties. It's legit because there are a lot of critics who are saying that the, it's making teen sex too easy and accessible to those. So um, <laughs> you, you're not alone. I think teen I wish sex, it was I, easy when I, I think, was a teen. <laughs> you know what? Let me. Make, it wasn't let, easy for me. <laughs> before we end this topic, I want to be clear. I don't know what it's going to do. Keep talking about sex. I'm not thinking. <laughs> I don't think it's going to curb teen sex. Teen sex, and I don't think that that by doing. What? I, I don't think that teen by, sex on the curb. I don't think that by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that by allowing that that I'm gonna, it's, I'm going to worry more that my kids are more likely to have sex. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you're um, you're infiltrating on my morals and ethics with my children and the way I bring my children. Teen sex is going to happen with or without free condoms. But the website is not being bombarded to you. It's not like on a massive, you know, teen email somewhere. You're kidding it's me? It's an option. Now, that you're you kidding can me? Have. They're going to be sending links on Facebook to one another, another and say, "Hey, go to this webpage. You can get condoms and." That'll be a new way to, like, you know, uh, uh, to break the ice, so to speak. Ultimately, this website is up to the child's decision, uh, the teenager's decision, because it is available between and uh, there teenagers you have of 12 to 19. 12. They're not old enough to make that decision. 12 years old Irresponsible. They're not old enough to make that decision in my book, and that's my child. Don't allow, don't make that ease accessible to my child, especially when they can get it secretly. <laughs> Bottom line. Move on. Save Done. sex. Save sex, guys. All right. Uh, moving on. How about no sex? How about I smack you? <laughs> Not you. How about I smack you? I find out you're on that web page. <laughs> Ordering condoms, for goodness sake. Oh, scary thought. Guys, um, Chris Brown and Rihanna have reunited. Talk about smacking. That's real stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can agree. Well, at least what mu- happened? What? musically, they have reunited. They have collaborated on two new songs. It's actually like one is Rihanna's song and the other one's Chris Brown's song. And they've appeared on both of each other's songs. I knew that was going to happen. The day was going to come. It's all marketing. It's all marketing. Miss Lee Run, she would know. If it's all marketing... Uh, it's uh, it's like she's gonna be. A, I'm a little bit country. He's a. I'm a little bit of a wife beater. <laughs> One is called Birthday Cake, which is actually Rihanna's song, and um, they were both released this week on the internet. Birthday cake. And the, you remember when I smashed birthday. your face on it? Oh my gosh, that's awful. How about cake pie in the face? Uh, yeah. Birthday cake. The lyrics to Birthday Cake are really um, they're really sexy. Are they? Weird, but. Well, sexy. He talks about how he misses her body and that he wants to give it to her in the worst way. In he, the worst way? Yeah, I don't know what that I believe means because I'm like, dude, you've done it. <laughs> like, you've done the worst thing possible. <laughs> you <laughs> Why had the body? are you, like, reminding us all? You it ha- has been three years since the whole beat up happened. It happened um, at a pre post after the Grammys, which just happened last week. So literally just three three years ago that the whole beating up Rihanna drama happened. He had Man. he had the body and he beat it up in the worst way already. Yeah, he's not shy and um, very provocative. Not sh- not shy. Not only that, he has no cooth. The guy's got no scruples. Cooth? Can you believe it? Yeah, no scruples. <laughs> but that sounds, but, like, that sounds ve- like a body part. Sin vergüenza, dude. But. <laughs> no cooth. I'm going to be honest, guys. <laughs> I actually <laughs> is listen. that on the song too? <laughs> you got no cooth in your birthday cake, <laughs> and I'm gonna smack you and knock your that tooth could out. Easily be confused as I got no cooch. <laughs> Conchina. Sorry, <laughs> easily confused. I said I didn't want to say that. <laughs> okay. Um, so I actually heard the song today on XM Radio. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's been out on um, like regular air. Uh-huh. Um, 
it's definitely going to be popular in the club. Really? It really got a good beat to it. <laughs> okay, what's it called again? Birthday it's cake? It's called Birthday Cake. It is. It's you know, It's definitely a club song. It's definitely going to be played, especially just, since Rihanna and all of her music gets massive play at the clubs. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get a lot of time. I'm afraid time. of what kind of dance is going to come out of it. <laughs> They're going to yeah. start beating each other up. <laughs> I don't like the history between the two, but um, birthday song I heard. The other song that was actually Chris Brown's uh, song, which is called Turn Up the Music. Um, I haven't heard that one, but at the end, uh, Rihanna like giggles at the end of the song. It's just so weird. Well, here's the deal. Why? Obviously, it's reunited, but they're not really because they couldn't be anywhere close together because he's she's got a restraining order well it was reported that she was he was actually at her 24th birthday party um not too long ago a couple days ago so it was reported that he was there she's addicted to him so uh if there's a restraining order he's not following it and she's kind of like whatever's about it because she allowed him to go to her birthday party some women just like getting beat i bet you they're gonna hook up again if they haven't already yeah, it could be. They've so been twinning the each other, but it's been like civil. So you think that tweeting. it's going to be a hit at the uh, at the club? I think Birthday Cake, I, I haven't heard Turn Up the Music, but I think Birthday Cake will be very Does popular. it have a good beat? It has. <laughs> it does have a good beat. I uh, bet. Isn't it so weird? <laughs> oh, Rihanna, weird. you're so pendeja, I swear. I know. You're so freaking <laughs> pendeja. I'm so over your ass. You need That's to, real stupid. She needs to go to therapy, that girl. She if she sure hasn't does. already, she needs to go to longer, more intense, deep therapy. Or just girl. another good beating. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no my mom would that. say, para que aprenda la pendeja. All right, what we got going on next? Okay. So, <laughs> a team of London college students have discovered the food of the future, guys. The staple they are proposing is rich in protein. Low in fat, environmentally friendly, friendly, and easy to harvest. Can um, you guess what it is? Um, hemp. <laughs> I was going to say that, believe it. <laughs> um, no, insects. But yep, uh. insects. The team of students um, get that something with six legs is probably not appetizing, and the creepy crawliness probably really doesn't. Um, fire up your taste buds so they teamed up with the culinary student to make them more appetizing uh-huh. so these are a few of the things that they made um, hey, wait dude that's that's like the roach coach eh? <laughs> i mean come on i've had it before <laughs> <laughs> the one over there on uh, on soto okay so what so so they made one of the um, plates that they made was um grasshopper pate which consists of grasshopper meat tofu meat. and sesame yeah. grasshopper actually has meat of course i guess so yeah. isn't it a bug don't they just like have like hard shells every and living stuff every stuff? Li- every living organism has a form of protein which and, and there's protein and l-cartonine which creates meat so yes there you go You're, grasshopper meat i'm amazed jose mm-hmm. you yeah. even know about bugs <laughs> of course you know about crabs no <laughs> 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 No. Calculated risks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, Erica says he takes calculated risks. <laughs> gross. For the record, ladies, I do not take risks. Did, I did play you, safe. Did you? Did you go to that website too? <laughs> he does everything calculated. Um, so the next one that they made was cricket bread, which has tomato puree, basil, and cricket flour. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Another one, caterpillar mousse. 
It's moth, caterpillar, Yuck. meat with whipped cream. The whipped cream sounds pretty good. <laughs> Is <laughs> that a dessert? The, uh, sure. Why not? Let's. I mean, does anything really sound appetizing? Not at all. Things? Not at Last all. Last one that they tried was deep fried grasshopper croquettes. Ugh. Yeah, the students ultimately... <laughs> They're they, French, right? <laughs> they're from London. They're from uh. a London college. Um, so they ultimately just wanted to prove that you can find sustainable food for, um, food sources. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to kind of keep that in mind. However, the taste results um, mm. wasn't that amazing. No. <laughs> uh, they said it was mostly um, nutty. You mean, it, you mean it didn't taste like chickens? Nuts. No, it tasted like nuts, apparently. <laughs> you pick which one of the nuts it is. But it was mostly nutty. Um, but you never know. Maybe a cricket-based uh, sausage will be coming to your grocery aisle sometime soon. What do you guys think? Do you guys think you could ever eat a bug-based dish? <clears throat> no, I think the closest I've got, I've had escargot. Okay, which is snails. Mm-hmm. Which was, yeah. I've had snails as well, but it I was, was tricked. Okay. That's I thought weird, they were mushrooms. Dude. It was okay. It was okay. It was like whatever's. Sopes de, de cucaracha. No, but I've also drank the worm tamales, from the mezcal, tequila. Tamales oh, de gusano. Have you guys ever had those candies with the worm or the scorpion in it? I've never had one. No. Is it really a scorpion? I don't know. Is it know. really a real worm? <laughs> yeah, those, those, those in are the, in the drink. They, they don't import those legally because there's too much lead in them. Those, oh. are, those Mexican candies. Well, I've seen them in Mexico. I haven't seen them here. Maybe I'm sure there's no. Some you around you can go here. anywhere, like you know. I'm six, sure there's some around. Six here. in Alvarado and buy anything. Yeah. So that gives new meaning to crab meat. <laughs> 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 oh, it's crab meat. Well, what kind of crabs? Don't worry, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of nutty. Yeah. Oh, so instead of rice, lice. <laughs> <laughs> so that so then you can go. That's right. You can go to a Chinese restaurant and have fly lice. <laughs> Right? That's the chink in the armor. <laughs> See? Are they going to get off the air now? <laughs> some fly lice? <laughs> and some young guy. Aww. Okay, we're, that's bad. So that's why I work in, tel- in radio and television. <laughs> So bug-based food, you never know. It might be happening. They might figure out some more tasting um, recipes. You know, Lourdes chimed in and she says, yummy. (laughs) Wow. I'm scared to have her cooking. I can't say yummy until I've tried it. I'm scared. But it looks, there's a picture um, (laughs) online. It looks like fancy food. Well, you'll need to post it on Facebook. If anybody has ever had bugs for dinner or for breakfast or just with your coffee, (laughs) Please call and tell us at 626-275-TWIN. And if it tastes good with beer, maybe I'll give it a shot. 626-275-TWIN. Have you had that, that tequila with the gusano no, in it? How about you, brother? Have you ever had that tequila? The yeah, I swallowed that shit. Did you? Yeah. You know, I did it once, too. Okay, but you don't taste it. it you you know. swallow it. I always By thought. But do you feel drunk. it like going down your throat? Yeah. Just yeah. like an aspirin. Like a, like a Tylenol. How about you, Erica? Never. 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 You, just saw, you never swallowed the worm on the drink. You don't do tequila? <laughs> that sounds like the previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so we might have to bust out one of them bottles. Yeah. I wouldn't mind trying it, but um, I don't know about eating it as far as um, part of my food diet. Anyway, so on to the next one. Kind of gross. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to regurgitate my, my, uh, the dots I'm eating here. <laughs> okay, so a massive cockfighting ring was busted. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh. <laughs> did you just say cockfight? I did. <laughs> oh, my. You know, just like men to hang out and whip out their cocks and beat them against one another. I know. That's what you guys do, huh, in the bathroom? No, Charlie, man. When you leave, Charlie. like you get up from the dinner table, you're like, oh, I'll be right back. And you're in a restaurant, and you guys bust out your shit. Angar! Sword fight. Do, 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 do. I know that's what you guys do. I cannot oh. believe you're talking like that. Oh, no. I know that's what you guys do. Okay, so what happened with this car? Okay, so <laughs> it was busted this past Sunday <laughs> in Riverside County. Um, the de- What? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Let me- so police found illegal um, knives and gaffs that were attached to the birds before fights and um, a wood ring that resembled those used for, you know, cockfighting in a, in a cockfighting ring. But isn't it illegal to fight them already? That's why they... they that's, that's, that's why they busted that's, them. Oh, about a hundred people that's what tried... the story's about. About a hundred people tried to run from the property when police arrived because there was a cockfighting going on at the moment. Oh, it was a raid. What city was it? This was in Riverside County. Oh, dude. It was yeah. an immigration raid is what it was. Yeah. Um, so then these people fled, but only the property owner was detained. The police actually responded to a shots fired call in, um, in the city. I mean, in the, the home. Uh. Um, so they found 15 dead roosters and another 131 trained to fight. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Uh, how many people were arrested? Just the property owner. Really? But there was a hundred Did everybody grab that, their like, cocks and run? <laughs> is that what you do when you run? <laughs> uh, I only see when the, I'm jumping a fence, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, only, no, I only see the homies do that because their pants are falling and they're grabbing their cock. I mean, their crotch. <laughs> so you got me. It's a cock night. I totally remember being chased one time with my homes. I hope my mom is in this guy last week. I, I hope mom is it was a security. Like we were in a gated community and we weren't supposed to be there. We were running. <laughs> and you grabbed your cock. And we were running between houses, like the backyards of houses, like jumping over fences. <laughs> And it was like a hilly area, uh-huh. and there was this huge, tallest uh, uh, chain link fence I've ever saw, and and it was me and my buddy. We we're running and so scared, and we couldn't see a thing. And I jumped on this fence to climb it, uh-huh. and beneath it, my friend opened the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm on the top and it's turning, <laughs> holding on to my crotch, <laughs> and he's running, laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so oh, the man. property owner who was arrested, his name is Jesus Salazar, and he's 53 years old. He was uh, charged with animal cruelty and illegal cockfighting um, after he was reportedly... <laughs> illegal cockfighting. I hope my mom isn't listening. <laughs> sorry, Mama Hernandez. I'm so sorry. After he was reportedly seen trying to stuff some of the dead roosters into a nearby trash can. What a... Um, so all of the roosters that were found that were alive were actually going to be euthanized. He should have surround wrapped them, man. It was not, <sighs> nothing very different than what the, the chicken companies do. <laughs> they slaughter and they wrap them. Gross. <laughs> so they're going to be euthanized um, after Salazar actually signed them over to the Riverside County Wait. Animal Services Wait. officers on site. Wow. Wait, they're going to euthanize? Okay, they're going to euthanize the ones that were alive, which were 131 of them. They're but, saving them so they could kill them. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Why can't, why can't we just eat them? <laughs> yeah. 131 of them. That's that doesn't make sense. Again, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's illegal to have cockfight. <laughs> and every time you say that, I swear I'm gonna have a visual of you guys whipping it on the bathroom. <laughs> no, kind of like whatever, um, whatever, like whatever Star Wars, you are, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I should have brought my lightsaber out. I mean, the toy one. Uh, the, the toy one. Yeah. <laughs> Por favor, Dios mío. Uh, whatever turns you on, my dear. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense that you're they're trying to save the cocks, roosters, <laughs> and yet they're going to euthanize over 100 of them. Mm-hmm. They They're all going to be euthanized Angel, we because should start, he signed we should, them over. We should start a rally to save the cocks. <laughs> oh, this is not right. One. Adopt we, a cock. <laughs> if you guys want to learn, we're going to do, so, do some research on that, Jackie. Okay. We're going to do some research, and, and we're going to determine how we can save those cocks. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, really. Those These poor are real roosters. animals that we're talking about. They wake you up in the morning with their cock-a-doodle-doo. They do. <laughs> Nothing Come. better than that. You know, cocks do wake you up in the morning. Sometimes. Calling all cocks. <laughs> really? No, listen. We really got to band together and, 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 and save those cocks. Yeah. It's it's just terrible. Terrible. Yeah. The double AC. Double. That's terrible. Sad, a, du- a double AC. Eh? Adopt a cock. <laughs> Foundation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on. What, what do we have next? Uh, so that's all I got for you guys. That's it. That yeah, was, we that's all a, the cock stories I got. For that you was. Tonight. <laughs> that's um, all the cocktails you have. That's all the cockatoo I got for you. Oh We're talking God. about condoms, uh, cocks, and crabs. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so ladies and gentlemen, that's Miss Jackie Casas. Thank Yay. you very much. <laughs> Shoo. Okay, so now what, 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 what do we have next? We have a phone call. We do. We have a phone call. But you don't even you didn't you didn't even dial it. And my brother's doing the universal sign for stretching. I was stretch the stretch the conversation. Stretch the conversation. Stretch the Okay, so I heard about that story by the way, about the the, the roosters and I heard that they were gonna euthanize the roosters. Mm-hmm. And and it seemed very interesting because where's PETA? Well, how come they haven't come out? Mm, that's true. No pun intended. I'm sure that they'll be coming I'm <laughs> appearing <laughs> talking. Anytime soon about the issue. It's it's not cool. I mean, you could eat the roosters. There's a way to feed on the roosters, right? At least. Yeah, I'm sure there's some sort of organization that uh, rescues um, roosters that uh, have been involved, have been abused in, in, in cockfighting at some point. And um, I'm sure maybe there's an organization that can step in. But however, we have not heard of any reports of that as of yet. The Allied Union of Cocks? The something? <laughs> Allied Union of Cocks. Wouldn't you guys know something like no. that? No. You guys don't have a cock camaraderie or something? <laughs> Jackie, is your mother listening? I hope not. We're, 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 we're like... This one we're is... We're digressing. We should move on. <laughs> so who do we have... Thank you, Jackie. Who do we have next, bro? Well, listen, since we... Um, since, as you know, that uh, I, um, I, I'm very passionate about labeling genetically modified foods, and, and I know a lot of people are actually too eliminated, but I think this is the first step... Uh, uh, in doing that. So uh, as you know, that uh, there's a California ballot initiative to label genetically modified foods. And I have uh, on the phone, I have from uh, www.labelgmos.org, the coordinator for the Pasadena area, uh, Kim Clymer Kelly. Are you there? Hello, Kim. Can you hear us? Put on the mic. She's on. Hello, Hello, Kim. Can you hear us? Hello, hello, hello. We don't have Kim. We don't have Kim. Hello, Kim. Kim, can you hear us? Oh, so much for Kim. Well, let's give her a call again. What's, <laughs> what, first of all, what is the ballot initiative, Ace? The, the ballot initiative is to, uh, to require labeling of uh, genetically modified foods 
that uh, um, so that we would know what to, what what foods are uh, have that genetically modified food. What or is genetically modified food, though, bro? Genetically modified food is is they they there's a uh, basically it's modified to uh, with like for example the the tomato would have a uh, a gene from a fish in order to make it uh, uh, able to tolerate additional pesticides uh, that is uh, prepared by the same people who who make the uh, genetically modified. What's what's going on though? Why are we um why are we calling this person? We well, we're calling her because, uh, uh, as you know, that uh, there's the initiative, the ballot initiative that just started this uh, this month on Saturday. It was kicked off this Saturday, and uh, and uh, uh, I thought I'd get the, uh, the the Pasadena area coordinator who's coordinating all of these uh, 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 signature gatherings in the area to uh, let our listeners know where they're going to be at and how it's going on and what the reaction is. And uh, from what I understand, uh, we're getting really good reaction out in the streets. So where's it going people. on? Um, well, I that's what we had. We were trying to get Kim on the <laughs> phone, but I guess we, we lost her. We'll just have to get her on the next show. So what we'll do is we'll post it on our Facebook. Indeed. Because apparently there's an issue with getting in touch with There's right a now. technical problem. She was excited to be on, and, and uh, you know we'll get, we'll get her on next time. All right. In the meantime... And when we'll promise you that we're going to post it on Facebook. Angel's going to make sure it gets on Facebook, and um, and we'll have her on our next show. So in the meantime, let's go on to our musical break. And when we come back, we're going to have Miss Erica Chase, uh, who is our awesome guest. And let me tell you, she's been sitting here patiently, and uh, I think we're shocking her <laughs> with our talk. Anyways, she'll be right, we'll be right back with her, and we're going to be playing one of her tracks right now. It's an MP3 of hers of an upcoming uh, uh, album. The name of the track is We Can Fly, and we'll be right back. She said, baby, don't you leave me. There's nothing standing in your way. You said, I love you, please believe me. It's just so hard for me to stay. And I want to look just like And if I could, you know I would I don't know anything I can Cause baby You raise those skies are blue Coming across the world for you But nothing left for me to do Feel alive And everything moves and ups and downs On a roller coaster round and round Both the desert on the Across the world 
Smith's Erica Chase. What a great track. It rocks. Right on. I dig it, too. Totally rocks. So, you know what? Uh, we were able to get our guest on the phone, and, and we, we were janking it here at Theolisa's Garage, and we're hoping that it works. So, Angel, introduce our guest. Uh, our, our guest here on the phone is uh, the Pasadena coordinator for uh, label GMOs.org, uh, Kim Clymer Kelly. Can you hear us now? can hear you guys. How right. are you? We're good. Thanks for taking our call and putting up with our technical difficulties here. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, so listen, um, uh, just a real quick, uh, uh, what, what is a GMO? Really quick. For, what? For, for our listeners who do not know what GMOs are, explain to it real quickly what that is. Oh, okay. GMOs are genetically modified organisms. Um, they're not organisms that are created, um, not plants that are created by traditional breeding. They're actually, um, they go in and they mess around with the DNA of things and combine really weird things like bacteria with our corn plants. And why should we care? Why should listeners care about GMOs? Oh, there's a lot of reasons. Um, there's a lot of environmental issues. Um, these plants are getting out there and crossbreeding with natural plants, contaminating our environments. Um, and there are some potential health issues that are really um, starting to raise some concerns, like food allergies. Um, childhood food allergies have increased like 400% since um, GMOs were introduced into our food system. And mostly we should just really care because we're being fed stuff that we don't even know what it is or what it can do, and they're not even telling us about it. And so, what, uh, uh, Kim, what is the, uh, uh, the ballot initiative that was uh, kicked off this weekend? Yeah, um... There's a ballot initiative. I think you've had Pam on before. Um, Pam Larry founded it uh -huh. um, about a year ago, and she's been working on it for like a year. Got together a bunch of us all around the state. Um, there's about uh, there's a whole bunch of groups around the state, a um, bunch down here in L.A., a bunch up in San Francisco, and then scattered all around the rest of the state. Um, and we're all working really hard. I've got like 260 people in my group, and about 60 of them are trained right now to go out in the streets and collect signatures. Um, we're trying to get on the ballot the 2012 um, initiative that would require labeling of genetically modified foods so that we know what we're eating. And how was your response this weekend on this? It was excellent. I mean, it was so exciting to be out there on the streets. We had actually had a lot of fun. I was really kind of nervous about it, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had great response from people. Um, our area here collected, a ton. personally, I collected almost 150 signatures just in um, well, really, just one full day of being out there and then just um, hitting up some friends um, since then. 
Okay, so are, should, should people worry? Because you know, people are always worried about uh, people knocking on their doors and and and, and identity theft. Uh, you know, things like that. What are you doing to to make sure people are are, are reassured about that? Um, well, you know, we're a grassroots organization, so we're not just people out there collecting. Uh, you know, getting paid to collect signatures. We're not being hired by anybody. We're just a grassroots organization. Um, we reassure people that way, and uh, we're not really knocking on doors. We're kind of standing outside the stores. So. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a grassroots movement. It's a lot different than things that are being, you know, where you've got paid signature gatherers. And where are your people going to, where are the signature gatherers going to be up uh, uh, this week uh, so that some of our listeners might want to go and give them their signature? Well, every Saturday um, in our district here in the Pasadena area, every Saturday from 2 to 4, I mean, from, uh, excuse me, from noon to 4, we're going to be in front of the Whole Foods in the area, um, at Hastings Ranch, at Glendale, and um, over in Pasadena on Arroyo. Um, so that's one place that you can guarantee to get us. Um, we're going to be in front of Trader Joe's. We're going to be at local street fairs and, um, and at farmer's markets. So just to keep an eye out for us, we'll be kind of everywhere. Uh, thank you, Kim. Well, give our listeners where they can get more information so that they can participate or give their signatures. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the best, your best bet is to write to label GMOs. That's L A B E L G M O S dot org. Um, go on to that website, uh, find a place to email on there, and uh, email our headquarters, and they'll put you in touch with your local representatives. Okay, thank you for calling in, uh, or thank you for taking our call. Um, we'll be in touch, Kim. Okay, great. Thank you. You guys rock, man. Okay, bye, bye. All right. Uh, you could just cut her off now. How rude you are. <laughs> anyway, that, 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 there it is, folks. You know, we're, we're not uh, we're not pushing people to do anything. We're just giving you information. And if you guys want to do some research and uh, and uh, and join in, do it, folks. See? But you know, you all should care about what you're eating. But I'm not going to tell you what to do. So I'm what's not, next, man? But I'm not going to go in there and tell you what how uh, how to raise your kids, <laughs> whether to use condoms or not, or whether to eat foods that's genetically modified. That's up to you, folks. Or to I'm fight glad cocks. I'm not your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with us today, rocker, <laughs> rock and roller, new music artist, new music artist, Miss Erica Chase in the house. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was that was a really cool tune. I got to say, I, I I got to hear you just recently, and I'm so happy that you're here. So, to hear one of your tunes later on. Oh, I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. You Thanks know, for putting up with us, by the way. You, even you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she means you. She means Jose. I'm illustrated. She pointed to me with, uh, with uh, you know accusatory tone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're. You know, Angel, I, why is it? Let me pardon me, Mr. Chase. Angel, every show you're moving that microphone over and over again. The listeners at home sometimes wear headphones. And, I'm passionate and, about it. Yeah, Jose. But, but it's like it's not a cockfight. Leave it, <laughs> leave it alone. I'm adjusting over here so I can look at our lovely guest. Aww. And I wanted to ask I mean, you have a very, very mature uh, voice. You're not that old now. You're like uh, you're, somewhere around. You're not asking her name. 18, yeah. you 19. Can't, you can't ask that. <laughs> you're not asking her age. Here's the deal. No, but you do have a very mature sound, and which is fantastic. And to to say that 
that you're an up and coming is almost like an oxymoron because you really have a very mature sound. Oh, thank you. Oh, where, oh, where did that come from? Yeah, I used to be really insecure. I have kind of this weird voice that a lot of people, when they first hear me, they're like, is that a guy singing it? Is it a girl? Sometimes you can't tell. Mm -hmm. And so for a long time, when I first started writing music, I always had a male singer in mind that I was just going to be a songwriter and have somebody else sing the songs. Oh. But um, as time progressed... Uh, I just decided to do it myself, uh -huh. and just was like, I have to go with this weird voice, and and that's what happened with, uh, back, yeah. I mean, with people with weird voices. Uh, you know, you think of Kim Carnes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Rod Stewart, and things like that. They were told before you'll never make. Yeah, it. when I mean, when you're 13 and you have kind of a unique voice, and you just want to fit in and have the same girly voice that all the boys like, and and whatever, it gets a little strange, but. When you're 20 and you start writing songs and you and you realize that you want to do something that's different from the pact, it's something that I've embraced. You know? and, and we just listened to We Can Fly, which is a cool yes. track. And that was a good a way to display your voice. Very powerful voice. Oh, and thank you. What I really like, too, is that you're sitting here with your headphones yeah. like, and you're rocking out your air guitar like you're playing it for real. You <laughs> still rock out on your track. Oh, yeah. Tell us about We Can Fly. We Can Fly is actually inspired by my very best friend in the whole world, uh, Kat in New York, if she's listening. Hey, Kat, what's going on? <laughs> and her... Uh, of course she's listening. This is Twin Talk <laughs> with Jose and Angel. That's right. <laughs> you stretch far and wide to the East Coast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, inspired by her and her boyfriend, not sure if they're together, tumultuous 10-year uh -huh. love affair. And uh, usually songs, to me, just kind of write themselves, and they come out of nowhere, and I figure out what they're about afterwards. This is the first song <laughs> in my life that I literally got off of the phone with her, telling me this gut-wrenching story, and I felt like such an asshole, because I put down the phone, and I wrote this song. <laughs> and You're such an asshole. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Kat, but I'll cut you in on the royalties if all goes well. You know? She what? said it here on Twin Talk. It's a great-sounding uh, uh, song, and you, like you mentioned songwriting. You write a lot. I do, yeah. I write all of my own music. Uh -huh. And you spend, like... like your best writing in your pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually in my PJs, no makeup, not glamorous, you know. Just you, now, you grew up in L.A. I did. And uh, you were, you, you have, you're the middle child. Tell us about that. I am the middle child, only girl. Wow. Uh, I have two awesome brothers, Matt and David. What's up, Matt uh, and David? What's Matt, up, Holmes? Actually, David's listening. What's up, Dave? He's What's in up? New York City. So Feel free to go. call in at 626-275-20. That's right, yeah. Dave. Call in. Anyway. Um, actually, yeah, I should forward the Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're both really awesome. I love them a lot. We're all really close. Uh, so when I grew up, I was a tomboy. I just wanted to be one of the boys and was really into sports, especially basketball. Okay, what position did you play? Erica Lynn Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> what position? Were you a point guard? I was the point guard. Yeah, you look yeah. like you're one of those badass players. I can still get down. Right <laughs> yeah. So, and, and and when did you come into, when did you, you know, get into music? You know what, I, I really got into music when I was seven, and I heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers song, uh, Under the Bridge. Ah. And for some reason, that song just, like, struck a chord with me and changed my world and everything about it just felt like this was the path I need to do even though I was seven because <laughs> you were also <laughs> shooting up heroin yeah. and you were hanging oh, yeah. out under the bridge I was so <laughs> hardcore in elementary school you have no idea um, 
that's really, really cool. It's interesting. There's yeah. always something. There's always a pivotal moment or some kind of watershed moment that that puts that kind of sets the tones for someone's life. Did you play instruments already? You know what? After I heard that song, I I was actually uh, my grandparents are Holocaust survivors, and uh, they took us to Poland. Wow. Um, during that year, I'm not going to say how old how old I am, but you can <laughs> figure, figure it out, out from that song <laughs> since I just said it. But um. They took us to see where they came from and where they escaped and all that. And that song was the biggest song in the world at the time. So oh, when I think about yeah. it, I think of it being played in wow. Poland. Wow. And and when I I you know vowed that when I returned, I was going to get a guitar. That's really interesting. Play. It just shows the power of 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 the written uh, of the written song. Because I, I, I want to say yeah. Victoria Sa Sarah chimed in on your picture and she said. She is as pretty as she sounds. Oh, uh, thank you so much, yeah, darling. Right on. So, you no, know, it's interesting how this the written song uh, can affect someone because I know Anthony Kaitis' yeah. story was that he he was recovering from addiction and he, his story was very local to where he lived, and right. you, you took it across to Eastern Europe. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea what the song was about at seven. I couldn't process all that stuff, but <laughs> for me, I've always related to. Um, melodies and rhythm and something that just like makes you feel good. You're not even sure why, and that's like the sign of a hit song. We're, okay, my brother. I I want to ask you about Dana's drum. Oh he, God, he's your homie, right? <laughs> <laughs> he is my homie. Yeah, he's yeah. my uh, manager, mentor, producer. Yeah, how did that happen? Musical what? partner. How, how did that happen? How did that uh, connection happen? Uh, it's kind of an interesting story. We met about. Uh, four or five years ago mm -hmm. through a ex-mutual acquaintance of his and my dad's out in the Las Vegas area. Wow. And uh, <laughs> Everything happens in Vegas. Dana's yeah. drum, the, the basis for Slaughter. Yes, yes yeah. basis for Slaughter. Uh -huh. And uh, he's, he's a multi-platinum producer as awesome. well. So and he's really, really smart, talented. So you, based on your bio, you, you, something, you guys had a conversation and – Basically, that's when you kind of really just said, you know what, I'm going in high gear. Is that, is that kind of yeah, happened? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, finishing out my last year of college, mm -hmm. and I knew music was something I wanted to do. I was in a band all through college, mm -hmm. and uh, but I just didn't think it was a feasible option. I mean, everybody wants to be a rock star, but not everybody gets the chance to do it, and uh -huh. you have to think about you know supporting yourself and uh -huh. all that really not fun so when, stuff. So when you were in a so, rock band in, in college, were you also were you the lead singer? I was, yeah, I was the lead singer, um, and I wrote all the songs. When did that happen? You said that you were writing songs and you were you were self conscious about singing at some point. What yeah. was the point where you decided I'm gonna to help? Fuck this! I'm gonna do this. Uh, like my first year of college, I was in a band with three of my best guy friends and. I made the mistake of dating one of them, so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, it never oh, works out. Okay, so don't date the drummer or the yeah. bassist or, or who which one. It was the guitar player. <laughs> Bastard. But, <laughs> but anyways, don't date any of them. They're always the worst, They're, the yeah. guitar players. <laughs> they are, they are. And uh, so I was... because they've got those Russian fingers and Roman hands. Mm. I was writing all these songs <laughs> and uh, decided to hold some auditions for some people to come in and we just held one audition and you know 10 15 people came in and nobody just nobody was right so i was like uh i'll just do it until we decide to have another audition uh -huh. and just do it went on for uh now. <laughs> years yes. <Till> now. <laughs> yeah and uh dana really encouraged me to uh really explore uh my voice and uh -huh. its potential and 
And good advice. Yes, it's my voice has like transformed into something that like I didn't even, uh-huh. you know, expect. So I'm gonna go off cool. off topic a little bit. Where did you grow up? Like I grew up in the hood. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, I grew up in the valley. Yeah, the valley yeah. girl, the, the San Fernando Valley. Yeah, where all the porn was filmed. <laughs> so, oh, so you weren't we there. Know. So, yeah. In case the music industry. Back when I was seven and I was uh, doing heroin and, and making porn. Um. <laughs> oh, you're cool. You're cool. So, uh, Valley Girl makes it big. She's um, she's uh, on a road to success in rock and roll. Uh, but to tell us, there was a time in your life that you, you had a, a, a harrowing experience. You, you I don't, did, yeah. You really lost your life. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, that was uh, six years ago, like a couple weeks ago. So wow. it's a really crazy day for me, February 2nd. I always think about it. It was the day after I spoke with Dana for the first time. Uh, we hadn't met yet, but we just kind of got introduced to each other, and I was going to come out to meet him. And you were contemplating a f- I future was, music? I was contemplating just, like, my future. It was my last year of college and, you know, a little transitional time. And so um, I'm not nervous. I'm just actually freezing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're at the Alyssa's Garage. <laughs> but, um, it's kind of cold, folks. So it's a little cold. <laughs> We're we're making it work. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, no heater, but we got the beer in the fridge. <laughs> so yeah, so we were we were talking, and I just had this kind of like not like a premonition because I'm not like a wacko like that, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm sure Jose has lots to say about those people. I totally do. <laughs> no offense, it's all cool, but I just I just felt some weird energy that like my life was about to change mm-hmm. after this conversation that I had. Interesting, uh-huh. I, and I wasn't sure why or how but then the next day i was riding my bike to go meet my friend uh-huh. for lunch and i got hit by a truck wow and i blacked out and woke up in a helicopter with oh. a mask over my face whoa and totally that must have been lost scary. consciousness and it was mm-hmm. so crazy wow. it was so, really scary so you got hit by a truck what kind of truck was it do you know it was like one of those big ford f350 <laughs> I don't know, one Bastard. of those things. And <laughs> no, here's the deal. Yeah. So when you came what, to... Give us shit what kind of truck yeah, it was. <laughs> well, maybe it was like a dumpster It was the or... NBC uh, Peacock oh. truck. Because <laughs> <laughs> With was... soda splattered on the side. That's how it... I got my first uh, media exposure. Because <laughs> that's good. Because if it was like a mini truck, I'd be embarrassed to say. You want to say you got hit by a Mack truck or something. I mean, it wasn't like a Tonka truck. It was like a legitimate <laughs> truck, okay? And uh, apparently, I blacked out, but I, I shattered the windshield. Wow. Of the guy's truck, rolled off onto the street. <sighs> oh my so God. what did that I do? Don't remember any so of that beca- that was another watershed moment for you. It, I mean, yeah. Like after that, and like thankfully, I pretty much walked away unscathed. You know, minor. Oh. I have like some minor back problems, and uh, I had like a concussion and whatever. But everything. I have all my limbs. Awesome. I won't show you all of them. <laughs> but they're all here, especially in my guitar playing hands. Right on. Which is the first thing my mom checked when I was in the hospital. So talk about talk about uh, guitar playing hands. Um, when did you start playing guitar? And, uh, and, and, and you know. Well, I tried when I was seven after I, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But uh-huh. my hands were like too small, so I had to quit for about six years and I got really into basketball so that kind of took over my life and then when I was 13 a friend of mine was like all right let's be in a band and I was like yeah let's do it and she's like okay but you don't do anything yes I do I play guitar so I kind of 
conned my grandma into picking me up from basketball practice and instead of taking me to lunch we went to the guitar center wow awesome, awesome. thank like, you grandma so talk yeah. about playing guitar we're gonna have you're, you're, you're gracious enough to play a tra- uh, song for us yes um the name of the song is very far from home and when theolisa's garage you're always home so why don't you we have we set up a microphone and stuff for you over there so would you play the song first? I will, La- yes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Miss Erica Chase in Theo Luis's garage here today. We are honored. You can take the headsets off. Uh, we're honored to have here t- uh, performing live in Theo Luis's garage, Miss Erica Chase, a track uh, that she calls Very Far From Home. Open up their mic and kill this one. And uh, you're going to shoot video, brother? So uh, tell us about that song. What uh, was it? It has nothing to do with getting hit by a car or anything, does it? This has nothing to do with Cat, my best friend, getting <laughs> hit by a car, Dana, uh, Jeremy Lynn, <laughs> any calculated risks. <laughs> this is just a kind of a cool, fun, kind of bluesy track. Okay. And uh, it's going to be off my upcoming debut record, which is produced by Dana Strum. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Erica Chase. Let's do it. Are breaking. And I know you're out here trying to hide, but it seems as though you lost your prize. You can see now your brittle bones are shaking. So come on, baby, let's take a ride somewhere where beyond the sky, where birds appear as small as I shoot laces. And if you'll scream or start to cry, I'll be there. Standing by to feed you until you're satiated So come on baby, let's take a ride Every good boy needs a good cry To let him know that he is not alone And I'll be there standing right beside my baby boy Who starts to fly and end up somewhere very far from home Very far from home, yeah me for a better life and I hope you're doing well away from here and it's been such a long time since I had you on my mind and now all the ghosts just reappear so darling wherever you are remember that you and I will never put the past behind Shelves of photographs, printed thousands, loving laughs, and made the deepest imprint in my mind. Yeah. So come on, baby, let's take a ride. Every good boy needs a good cry. Let him know that he is not alone. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be there, standing right beside my baby boy. We start to fly and end up somewhere very far from home. Yeah, angel. From home, oh yeah. So come on, baby, let's take a ride. Every good boy needs a good kind. Let him know that he is not alone. Oh, and I'll be there, standing right beside my baby boy. We start to fly and end up somewhere very far from home. 
from home. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Very far from home. Very far from home. Very far from home. Yeah. Live in Tio Luis's garage. Nice. Miss Erica Chase, very far from home. We have a superstar in our garage. Superstar. Dude. Awesome. I don't care what they say, dude. You rock. Ah, Who's saying it? I got you back. <laughs> Where are they? I'm only saying that because you only said my brother's name on the song. Aww. I'm kidding. Fantastic. I'm not hurt. But hurt. Not hurt. Awesome. What was the name of that song? Very far from home. Oh, you want, you, no, mic's up. Keep that mic up. Yeah, stay there. Just stay there. So, All right. okay, awesome track. Now, um, thank you. Where can people find you? Um, in your garage. Awesome. <laughs> but if you're not here, then you can actually. I'm going to be launching a new website, but it's going to be the same address, ericachase.com. Okay. That'll be up most likely later in the week. You can follow me on Twitter at ericachasemusic or Facebook ericachasemusic. And very soon, with the launch of the website, we're going to be premiering my music video for We Can Fly. Awesome. And some little samples of Very Far, Never Let You Go, and get some, Dude, get some tracks online. Let us know where you're playing next. Yeah. I want to hear some more live. That's yeah, that's right. awesome. And, and you're, you're, you're working on a, on a CD? Yeah. Dana and I are going to go back in the studio quite soon and uh, finish up the debut record that will hopefully be out uh, late spring, summer, and jump on the road. Hey, tell Dana I have one of his guitar picks. Ooh. I was front. <laughs> remember, we were front row at... Went over at, uh, somewhere, some concert, and he threw his guitar pick. It was all messed up. <laughs> That's true, huh? Yeah, I got it. Oh, wow. I'll let him know. I'm sure know. he remembers. Oh, dude, I love it. Well, <laughs> next, of course he remembers me. <laughs> well, hopefully um, we look forward to the CD. And when it comes out, please, please, Thank we, you we invite you to come over again. We'll do a CD release show or something. Yes. What a pleasure. Mm. And, uh, Thank oh, you so much for having me, guys. It's uh, really you know, fun. I want to tell you. our listeners, you got to check it out when she gets her video up and when she performs because she was rocking it. I mean, I mean, not only sounding it, but I mean, she she's with conviction, eh? She means it, eh? Hey, oh, I but, say watcho. Yeah. <laughs> you are from the Valley Out, homegirl. And that was her playing the guitar. And live. Nice. Yeah. And you'll see pictures of it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be right back, but we thank you, Erica Chase. Thank you. It's my you, pleasure. Sweetie. Thank you. It's a pleasure. We are going to be playing her tracks. Uh, she She's uh, allowed us to put uh, a few tracks on our, on our rotation. Was that correct? On our musical yeah. mix. So you'll be hearing it on our music rotation. Cat, you still won't get any money, though. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. You, I'm just kidding. I take she she reneges. <laughs> Miss Erica Chase, check her out. And we'll be right back with my brother's chill lounge. Tuesday is Twednesday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
relish in it. What the heck? Take that pat on the back, that thank you or praise since you've earned it, and relish in it. It's a gift. But it's a fleeting moment as well. So don't waste it. Be present to it. Engage in it. Prolong it. And look for the first opportunity to forward it. Meanwhile, relish in it. Give yourself that pleasure, joy, or delight, giving them space to be and momentum to reach. Chill. One love. Another edition of My Brother's Chill Lounge. Thank you once again for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. As we, you know, we enjoyed your company and we love the fact that you tune in every week. We are so proud that that you guys are still there and um, that we are picking up some new listeners, hopefully. And uh, we're proud and honored to have... Uh, new music artist Erica Chase. Thank you. Well, thank you. Awesome, Miss Erica Chase <laughs> in the house. Listen, tune in next week. We're gonna have an awesome show, bro. Tell them about it. Um, some hip hoppers. Uh, Wesco, the uh, the uh, 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 West- director and producer of uh, West Coast Poppers uh, uh, documentary on the whole pop locking movement. It's a pretty dope documentary. Uh, on the pop locking movement uh, that started here in LA years ago. So he'll be here next week. Check it out. We want to thank Miss Erica Chase. We want to thank uh, our phone call, Miss uh, Kim Clymer Kelly. Look out for some more information as well. Of course, Jackie Casas in the house. Thanks, Jackie. You're welcome, guys. All right, tune in. Remember, catch us at twintalkcast.com. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes because we are iTwins. Facebook us, Twin Talk Show, and Twitter, Twin Talk Show. See you next week. All right. Good night, y'all. Shoo!